Hi dear friend, thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the show where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible. This is the show where we look at the world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. This is Pastor Fabiano Nyonguru and I'm currently ministering at Sinai and Melrose Park Seventh-day Adventist churches here in the South Australia in the South Australian Conference. I'm delighted to be able to spend the next hour with you, our dear listener, and I hope and pray that you've had a wonderful day. We've had a beautiful day here in Adelaide, and I can only imagine if you happen to be driving by, maybe driving uh, from work, I pray and hope that you would enjoy this radio program. Our theme for this week has been the church in a non-Christian world. Our co-host today, this week, in fact, uh, just for today, I think, uh, is someone whom you have not heard uh, on this radio program before. Uh, as you know, um, our co-host, uh, uh, our regular co-host, Helen Gray, is not feeling well. We're praying for her. Helen, if you are listening, may God be with you. We are praying for you. And uh, yes, uh, and we have someone here today, a member of the Meros Park uh, Adventist Church, uh, one of our students, one of our young people. Uh, her name is Gloria Tor. Welcome, Gloria. Thank you very much. Oh, that's good. That's good. Well, it's good to have you here in the studio and we are so excited actually to uh, have you and uh, we look forward to what you'll be sharing with us. Now, how have you been? I've been good. Thank you. That's good. That's good. And uh, I've got a question, Gloria. Have you always been a Christian? Yes, I have been. Okay. I have mm-hmm. always been brought up in a Christian family. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. yeah. No, that's good. Well, you've got the, I guess you were raised with the uh, privilege of having godly parents and family, which is good. So, uh, what do you like about your community, uh, the church there at uh, Meros Park? I love that it is, a, it feels like home. People okay. are welcoming and loving and it always feels like home. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. And originally, are you from Australia? No, no. I come from uh, Kenya. Okay. Kenya's in Africa. Oh, wonderful. Yes. Oh, that's good. Well, Kenya is far away from Australia, but welcome anyways. Uh, we you. look forward to what you'll be sharing with us today. Now, Gloria, our theme for this week has been the church in an unchristian world. And I'd like to also uh, remind our dear listeners as well that uh, if you forgot uh, to tune in uh, every week, or if you've missed uh, some of the presentation this week, there were wonderful presentations covering uh, this great theme of the Christian in an, in an unchristian world. But you can go to www.faithfm.com.au and you can actually catch up on these radio programs. Uh, just search for Big Q&A Drive Time Program and you will be able to find the previous uh, uh, recordings and uh, tomorrow once again we'll be finalizing this uh, this theme. But our topic for today uh, is a question which is does a biblical church Exist now. Of course, Gloria is going to be sharing with us, uh, and, and, and we'll find out from Scripture if a biblical church exists today. Now, just before we could go any further, I've got a I've, I found something on the Christian Today magazine. It's an article written in the 2008 and uh, by uh, an author there by the name of Richard J. Mao. And so he says, recently, I read yet another another lament of evangelicalism 
consumerist approach to spiritual matters. Such critics usually say that evangel- evangelicals encourage people to shop around to find the kind of church that meets their spiritual needs. Now, the needs-centered understanding of the Christian life has fostered a widespread breakdown of denominational and congregational loyalty, critics say. Faithfulness to a specific theological or ecclesiastical tradition has been replaced by church shopping. So, in in a nutshell, this author was saying, hey, out there, they say, go and shop around. Find for a church that meets your need. And, uh, but as a result, then we have all these different groups and denominations breaking out. I- I'm just wondering, Gloria, what do you think about the idea of shopping around for a church that meets your needs? Oh, thank you very much. Uh, when people go around and uh, shop for church, these mm-hmm. people are definitely looking for something. Okay. They're definitely looking for a truth. Yeah. And they are out there uh, trying to find something that they can connect with. Okay. So in our discussion today, we're going to look at truth. What yes. is truth and okay. uh, how truth is important to us as Christians. That's right. That's right. And we're going to uh, base our teachings and reading from the Bible okay. uh, and the Bible only. Oh, good. Yes. Yeah. Well, we need the Bible and the Bible alone. I agree. Yes. Now, we have more than, 100, one, what, more than 120 religious groups in Australia alone. That is huge. And all these religious groups uh, and people, they try to find they are trying to find truth. Most likely, uh, they believe that their way is the right one, once they have found, of course, a church. The issue, however, is that if they all claim to be the right churches, um, but they differ from one another, then something is wrong. And not all of them can be right. Many of friends, even my friends that I know, uh, could care less about which church they attend. They just believe that their church is the truth, is the true one, and they must stay there. Or others, of course, uh, they, they think, uh, oh, it doesn't matter which church you go to so long as you're worshiping. But, you know, there's a lot of confusion there, and we want to really, I guess, narrow this down to, hey, is there truth? Can I find the right church? Does God have his own church here today uh, 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 in this world? And of course, we'll be covering a number of questions, but I would just like to ask uh, Gloria if you could maybe help us understand uh, uh, from Scripture uh, and, and, and tell us what does the Bible say about the true followers of God? Does the Bible have anything, anything to say on that? Oh, yes. Uh, so first of all, we're going to debunk and uh, what is truth and yes. how is truth important to us. Okay. So we're going to read from the book of John, chapter 8, verse 32. And right. it says, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Right. So from there, we see Apostle Paul telling us yeah. that the truth shall set you free. Wonderful. So um, uh, in an attempt to 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 find the truth, mm-hmm. how do we find the truth? Yeah. Uh, and from the Bible, from Romans chapter 1, verse 15, uh-huh. uh, we see an, an 
and Romans chapter 2 verse 15 and other Bible references, we see that God reveals to us the truth in three, okay. three different ways. That's right. Uh, so yeah, God reveals himself to man in three ways, uh-huh. by internal revelation to the reason and conscience of each man. Yes. And that's in uh, the book of Romans chapter 2 verse 15. Right. And uh, yeah. So, 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 so maybe before we go to those verses, maybe we might want to read one of those. So God reveals himself. And you're also saying that the Bible says, hey, there is truth. I, I like actually that verse, John 8.32, you will know the truth. So the Bible actually says we will know the truth. Yeah. So it's not like truth is hidden somewhere and you have to go hunting for it. It's right there in Scripture. It's, that's what you're saying, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, interesting. Okay, and, and so you were also saying uh, uh, Romans chapter 1.15, what does it say? Uh, um, Romans chapter In fact I could, I could read that yeah. uh, Romans chapter 1 verse 15 uh, And it says here And these are the words of Paul uh, So I am eager to preach the gospel to you also uh, uh, Who are in Rome So he's speaking about this good news The gospel yeah. Alright so so we can find all that in scripture it, That's quite interesting mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so uh That is in scripture. And so we want to understand what does the Bible say about the true followers of God? That's right. Yeah. So we see all through the Bible from Uh the Old Testament, the New Testament and the present day, which is the last days. We see that uh, they are true followers of God. Mm -hmm. And we're going to read the first evidence from the book of Genesis, chapter 26, verse 4 to 5. Genesis. And I shall read that. Yep. Genesis 26. Interesting. Yeah. All right. So Genesis chapter 26, verse 4 to 5, it says, And I will make your descendants multiply as the stars of heaven. I'll give to you the the descendants of all these lands. And in your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Because Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments and my statutes and my laws. Yeah, so that is mm-hmm. one of uh, the verses that's, that talks about the people of God. So okay. all through we've seen that God has his own chosen people. That's right. Yeah, and the second verse to support the evidence of God's people in the Old Testament comes from the book of Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 6. That's right. And I shall read, yes. um, For you are a holy people to the land, to uh to the Lord your God, uh-huh. the Lord your God has chosen you. That's right. The highlight there is uh, the Lord has chosen you to be right. a people of Himself. That's right. A special treasure above all the people on the face of the earth. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. So that tells us that God has always has His special people. That's right. Apart from the multitude of people, who yes. are these special people? That's right. And you're going to see the later on in our study the characteristic of these special people. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. But but uh, I think one thing that stands out for me there is the fact that it says that these are my holy people. Yes. And the word holy actually means to be set apart. And and I like the fact that you said that. Uh, you know, yes, there were many nations, a multitude of people, mm-hmm. but God says, hey, these are those who love me and keep my commandments. These are those whom, you know, are separated from everybody else. That is quite interesting. So God, and that's in the Old Testament. Yes. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, so we're going to find a link. These mm-hmm. are chosen people in the Old Testament. That's right. So do we have evidence of uh, God's chosen people in the New Testament? Okay, so we'll find out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's find that out in the book of First Peter chapter 2, verse 9. First Peter chapter 2, verse 9. Yeah. All right. 
you want me to read that or? Yeah. Um, okay. On there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wonderful. But you are a chosen generation. Okay. A royal priesthood. A holy nation, his own special people, okay. that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Wonderful. How wonderful is that? Mm, yeah. True, true. So God's special people continue to be highlighted even th in the New Testament. That's and right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Well, that's quite interesting. And, and I think uh, even from this verse, one of, this is actually, to be honest, one of my favorite verses. I, I love this verse because it says that you were called out of darkness into his marvelous light. So these are people who have responded to the call. Yes. Uh, so these are people who are Christians. These are people who love God, who follow him. And also it also says that, hey, they not only were they called out of darkness, but they also have a, a, an assignment to preach, to proclaim the praises, the excellencies of him who called us out of darkness. That is wonderful. So that is that special group of people you're saying in the New Testament. Yes. And, and I'm also thinking too, this is the church that Jesus started. Yes. Uh, because he had his disciples. Okay, that's quite interesting. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to find another evidence of the same in okay. how we're instructed to okay. live as Christians. Okay. So that comes from the book of uh, 1 Timothy uh, chapter 3, verse 15. That's right. But if I'm delayed, I write so that you know how you ought to conduct yourself. Mm -hmm. So we see that these people, these special people have yes. a characteristic and yes. they ought to conduct themselves in a certain way. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so I repeat, but I'm, if I'm delayed, yes. I write so that you may know how you ought to conduct yourselves in the house of God, uh -huh. which is the church of the living God, the uh -huh. pillar and the ground of truth. Whoa. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. The church of God, the pillar of truth. Those are big words. Big because big if you think about it, hey, if we want to know the truth, there is a church yeah. that is teaching the truth. Yeah. If we want to uh, find out, I guess, about who these people are, mm -hmm. we are told that, hey, they are found in what we would call a church. Yeah. Now, of course, today we think about a church, we think about four walls. Mm -hmm. And we call that a church, but, but I'm assuming here Paul, Paul was speaking about the people, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's quite interesting. Yeah. So, well, certainly I guess you've answered my question there. What does the Bible say about the true followers of God? So we, we've seen quite a number of things there. Is there any other verses, I guess, which can help us to understand uh, some other uh, key identifying marks mm -hmm. of the people of God? Yes. Okay. So from this uh, verse, we've mm -hmm. seen that uh, they are grounded in the truth. Yes, yeah? yes, the, yes. The truth which is in the commandments of God. That's right. So we're going to find uh, another characteristic of the people of God. Yes. And we're going to find that from the book of Revelation, That's chapter right. 12, verse 17. Revelation, chapter 12, verse 17. Yes. Mm -hmm. And... Um, Revelation is a book that uh, speaks in symbols, and you ought to have understood, understood that and have read the context, uh, what it's talking about. Mm -hmm. So uh, Revelation chapter 12, verse 17, mm -hmm. and it says, And the dragon was enraged with a woman, and he went to make war with the rest of her offspring, who keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Interesting. So in the book of Revelation, uh, yes. A woman is re uh, represents the church. Okay. And the dragon, which mm -hmm. is the great serpent, represents mm -hmm. the enemy. That's right, right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So in this verse, we see a characteristic of the people of God. These are the people 
who not only uh, keep the commandments of God, but have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Interesting. Those are two outstanding characteristics. Yes, 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 yes. And yes, so I think to answer your question, yes, uh, we are a special uh, group of people. You That's not right. only find a, a group that you worship with, That's but right. the group that identifies with the truth. That's right. And what is that truth? Mm. Uh, what's the truth about? The truth mm. is about... Um, the testimony of Jesus, mm-hmm. and the other truth is the keeping the commandments. That's right. Of God. That's right. Yes. Well, that's quite interesting. And so, what what I find even more interesting is that in this part of Revelation, the Apostle John is also speaking about the end times, and these people he's referring to the uh, people living in the end times, isn't it? Yes. Because here in this prophecy, he's speaking about yeah, you're right, the woman who is representing the church, but who was being persecuted and but then immediately after that in Revelation 13 it talks about you know the beast being angry at the woman and mm-hmm. you know uh, and how uh, Satan is going to try to um, you know to, to, to bring a, a mark of the beast and you know pretty much further attacks upon God's people mm-hmm. and how he's going to be wanting worship and things like that but um, this is quite interesting I love this especially seeing that the Bible gives us um Characteristics of which we could look at, and and like we started saying, if there are people who are also shopping for a church yeah. or going around finding a church, hey, these are key biblical truths which they should keep in mind. Yes. Okay, that's quite interesting. Yeah. Well, I think before we go any further, let us come to a short break. Uh, let us. Uh, Maybe remind our listener that we are giving away a free book, a beautiful little book. In fact, we've been offering this now for quite some time. Uh, we just have a lot to give out. It is the book by Ken Long, The Giving Equation. That is what it's called. And uh, Ken Long is a highly experienced business consultant based in Sydney, Australia. Uh, he holds a doctorate of business administration along with qualifications in law and commerce. And uh, he has written extensively on this on, on this subject and if you really want to know how to manage your money uh, if you're a Christian you want to learn more about also giving hey this is a beautiful book we are giving it out for free just send us your name and your address and if you live in South Australia we can actually post this out to you for free as well just here, here is the number that you need to text your details to 0401 305 and I repeat 0401 3050077. And so let's just quickly come to a short break. We'll have a song and please do stay with us and we'll be back shortly. And this is the song by Randy Travis. Here I am to worship. Enjoy the song. Step down into darkness Open my eyes and let me see 
that made this heart adore you. Hope of a life spent with you. Here I am to worship. Here I am to bow down. Here I am to say that you're my God. You're altogether. You are listening to Faith FM, Drive Time, Big Q&A with Pastor Fabiano Nyonkuru and our co-host today is Gloria Tor. Gloria is a member of the Meros Park Seventh-day Adventist Church, one of the students here at uh, in this state at uh, UniSA. She's also originally from Kenya. She loves Australia. And here she's with us in the studio to share with us uh, and, and help us actually understand does a Bible is there a biblical church today? And um, yes, and so we have just 
heard her share uh, a few verses such as First uh, Peter chapter 2 verse 9 which the Bible says there's a royal priesthood a holy people people who are called out of darkness into his marvelous light uh, also as well as Genesis 26 verse 4 to 5 that they are a special people a holy people set apart people who love God that God has always had a, a people of his own throughout ages now we would like her to continue and to share with us now because she mentioned about this remnant when she read in Revelation chapter 12 verse 17 in association with biblical church of God. But what does a remnant mean? Maybe we could even begin with that. Um, and maybe you could also help us understand uh, what the Bible has to say about the remnant. So Gloria, help us understand once again. Uh, let's begin by understanding uh, uh, the word Remnant. Yes. What does it mean? What's yes. the origin of the word? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so remnant is a Hebrew word. Okay. It uh, originates from the Hebrew. Okay. And it means to escape. Okay. Uh, this, um, it means uh, the rest, okay. the remainder. So the remaining set. ones. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So let's see some of the examples in the Old Testament That's that right. supports uh, this evidence because we want to find the link between Old Testament and, and New Testament right. and That's the right. present day. Exactly. Did we have the remnants in the Old Testament? Okay. Are they, okay. Have they been there in the New Testament and do we have the evidence of the same? Okay. Wonderful. Yeah. Mm. So All right. uh, Genesis chapter 45 verse 7. Okay. Genesis 45, verse 7. Yes. All right. Genesis 45, verse uh, 7. Verse 7, and he reads. I've uh, got it. It's coming. All right. And God sent me before you to preserve for you a remnant on earth and to keep alive for you many survivors. All right. We see the word remnant there. Okay, mentioned. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, this is in the context of the of Jacob's family. Right. And it was preserved during this severe famine that okay. had happened in that time. That's right. And so God sent um uh, the Bible the verse says in chapter uh, Genesis chapter 45 verse 7 okay. that God sent me before to preserve you as prosperity in the earth and yes. to save you and preserve the remnant. We see the remnant there. That's the right. remnant That's appearing. Right. Yes. That's right. Interestingly, so these were the survivors. These were the remaining ones. Yeah. Uh, this is quite interesting. Okay. Interesting. What else does the Bible say about the remnant? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have our second uh, example from okay. the days of Ahab. Okay. And we read that from First uh, Kings chapter 18, verse 22. Right. First Kings. All right. Chapter, chapter 18, verse 22. Right. These are the days of Elijah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, wonderful story. Wonderful story. All right. First Kings chapter 18, 22. Uh, interesting. Do you want me to read it again? Yes, okay. Please. It says, Then Elijah said to the people, I, even I only, I'm left a prophet of the Lord. But Baal's prophets are 450 men. All right. So, 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 so Elijah's referring to himself as the remnant here. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Mm. Yeah, and I and I think sorry to jump in here uh, quickly, but I think you know one thing that I just remembered as I was reading this. Later on, God tells him, "You know what? I have preserved for me, in fact, a people who have not knelt to Baal." So, so Elijah thought he was left. He was the only one left here because hey, there was a great persecution uh, towards him because he was standing up for truth. 
And, uh, you know, he's, he, he probably thinks, oh, man, I'm the only one now standing up, holding up to truth. Just like anyone today will, will probably think to himself, oh, it looks like everyone is doing wrong. It looks like churches today have departed from the Lord. But just, just, just one thing that just came to my mind. Now, God always has his own people. Yes. We may not see them, like, you know, uh, physically, but, hey, they are there. That's quite interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, to, uh, to support that, mm. we see that God fiercely uh, mm-hmm. protecting his people That's and right. his remnant from calamities, That's right. from trouble and mm-hmm. and. All dangers of all That's kinds. Right. That's right. Yes. Yeah, so those are just to pick two examples from the Old Testament yes, and yes. in the New Testament. That's right. Uh, we see in, uh, if you can read, please, uh, uh-huh. Romans chapter 9, verse 27. All right. Romans chapter 9. And this is the New Testament. Yeah. Chapter 9, verse 27. Verse 27. All right. Here it is. Romans chapter 9, verse 27. Uh, and Isaiah cries out concerning Israel, um, though the number of the sons of Israel be as the sand of the sea, only a remnant of the seed will be saved. Yes. Hmm. Interesting. interesting. Yeah, that's yeah. quite interesting. And these are the words of Paul yeah. in the New Testament. Okay. So here again, we see uh, out of the rest, mm-hmm. the chosen mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. the few remaining That's right. favored people of God That's right. uh, in the New Testament again. Yes. And so let's find a text from uh, Revelation, okay. uh, 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 the remnant people in the right. present days. Okay. That's in Revelation chapter 12, verse 17. Right. Revelation chapter 12. Verse 17. Verse 17. I think we read this before. Yeah. A very prophetic uh, verse here. Then the dragon became furious with a woman and went off to make war of the rest of her offspring. And the King James, he says, the rest of the remnant on those who keep the commandments of God and hold the testimony of Jesus Christ. And he stood... Um, yeah, and he stood on the sand of the sea. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so we've seen a link between Old Testament, yes. New Testament, and the present days, That's which right. is in uh, Revelation chapter Revelation. 12, mm-hmm. verse 17. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so we see um, yes. uh, uh, the remnants. This is the group of people. Okay. The church uh, right. uh, is really a people who remain faithful to God. That's right. And teaching and preaching the truth which has been forgotten or ignored by others. That's right. That's right. Yeah. This is quite interesting. Yeah. Okay. So in a sense, we could say these are a special people because though everyone else is going contrary to the principles and the truths of the Bible, these are people who are remaining faithful and obedient. The chosen few. That's right. That's right. Oh, that's quite interesting. And, And two... I believe these people must have a special message. Uh, you know, the three angels' messages, uh, as it is known, uh, they're in Revelation chapter 14. Because these people, uh, last time I looked at this, they, they had a message to this world. And that message was the everlasting gospel, which needs to go to the whole world to prepare a people for the soon return of Jesus. To call people once again, to accept the truth so they will not be lost so they can be part of this remnant and uh, in that message really the very first message there that is given in Revelation 14.7 it's the message that says hey reverence God give him the due respect and remember that there is a creator especially you know in the days where people just believe in uh, evolution 
and things like that. It's quite an um, it's quite a powerful message if you think about it. So you know, uh, reverence God uh, or fear God and then give glory to Him, worship Him who created the heavens and the earth, calling people back once again to worship God in truth and in spirit. Yes. And interestingly, uh, the, the the message there is also in the context of the Ten Commandments. So I can see the link there between Revelation twelve seventeen, which says that hey, these are the people who keep God's commandments. So really, these are people who we could call. Um, you know, faithful Christians, but 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 Gloria, I think these people will not be popular in a, in an age and time such as we are living. What do you think? Ah, uh, yeah. Even the Bible says that they will be few. That's right. And the the chosen few. The Bible actually calls them the, okay. the chosen few. The chosen few. That's yeah. right. So we want to understand what yes. is the characteristic of these chosen exactly. few people. Exactly. Exactly. And we've yeah. seen a few identi- identifying, identifying marks, marks mm. even mm. from Revelation. That's right. That they keep the commandments of God, mm. and they not only keep the commandments of God, but they also have the testimony of Jesus. That's right. That's so, right. Yeah. So we want to understand more about. We want to zero, zero in a bit That's more right. about That's the identifying right. marks of this church. That's right. You yeah. know, we, we are learning so much wonderful things, deep things, of course, things worth uh, taking time to actually meditate upon. Before we actually delve in even more deeper, we'll probably take a break. But, but I would just like to remind our listener that we, we are just scratching the surface here. Yes. There are more which we can uncover from this. Because Jesus himself said, I believe this might be Matthew, uh, John chapter 14, uh, if you love me, keep my commandments. Yes. So, and then he also said in Matthew five seventeen, hey, I did not come to destroy the law of the prophets. I came to make it full. He said, in fact, he, he took the law, the Ten Commandments, uh, which was, uh, uh, you know, understood even for some people today, we still understand it as 10. But he, he even deepened it. He said, hey, if you look at a woman to last, you have actually sinned. Yeah. So, so, so it's not just, you know, sleeping with someone who's not your wife, but actually if you look at a woman to sin, I mean, um, if you look at a woman lastfully, you have sinned. So Jesus actually uh, uh, um, emphasized or maximized, exemplified the commandments. And he said, hey, if you love me, you keep my commandments. So I'm thinking these people must be a commandment-keeping people. There must be people who would say, just as it says in Isaiah 8.21, I believe it might be Isaiah 8.20 actually, to the law and to the testimony, you know, only to the written word. And if anyone speaks anything that is not according to the Bible, the truth is not with them. But so I, I would like to just ask that we take another short break. Thank you so much for sharing this, uh, and uh, and uh, and uh, we'll, we'll come back shortly, dear listener. If you are enjoying this program, do not hesitate to send your contact details to zero four zero one three zero five zero double seven and get your free offer, the Giving Equation. But Ken Long is a free book that we are sharing. Uh, and if you live in South Australia, we can actually post this out for you for free. In fact, one of the things that are found in this little book, uh, uh, the author speaks about the G economy and the me economy. And I'm not going to tell you much about this because I want you to find out. Go uh, Request your free offer, The Giving Equation. Just send us your contact details to 0401-305-077. Thank you. When your life gets harder and the world gets worse, Jesus has the answers. Do you need the hope that Jesus will bring into your heart? What about your friends, family or workmates? 
Faith FM's free offer for you today is a life-changing book called The Great Controversy, filled with stories of hope and encouragement that are guaranteed to draw you closer to Jesus. To receive your free copy of The Great Controversy, go to faithfm.com.au or call us on 1-800-FAITH-FM. That's 1-800-324-843. song worship the king in fact the bible says we need to worship god in spirit and in truth hence our discussion for today has been one of immense importance worshiping the truth in truth rather means that we need to find a church that teaches the truth now 
I would like to invite you back to Faith FM, the Drive Time program, big Q&A with Pastor Fabiano Nyonghuru and our co-host today is Gloria Toll. She has been teaching us, sharing with us, helping us to understand that God has a true church. His followers, even today, a people who keep God's commandments and who have the testimony of Jesus Christ. And, um, you know, I'm reminded that there was a time when the Christian church immediately after the after the apostles were killed plunged into darkness and if you look in history it is called the dark ages and at that time the bibles were conf- con- um taken away and many people did not have access to the truth they just believed what was taught to them but of course god does not want us to be like that he wants us to follow the truth which we ha- we have studied for ourselves and of course what a marvelous thing that when the reformers came i think of martin luther for example he came and said the bible and the bible alone and then uh you know other reformers came and they added to his work and the reformers were champions of the bible and the bible alone grace alone faith alone as the means of salvation and i remember even john bunyan when he came he restored the truth of true baptism um you know and others and of course in the 1800s when the adventist church came and restored the whole truth and brought even this the keeping of the sabbath which is part of the ten commandments so really god has uh, for quite some time now, after the church had gone into darkness, been restoring the truth. And now we can actually be able to put a finger actually onto the actual true church of God. But before we uh, uh, ask uh, Gloria to once again continue with our discussion, I just wanted her to clarify with us, uh, or for us, should I say, you you read for us Revelation twelve seventeen, yeah. and you say that the true church, which is the bride of Christ, the woman that is talked about there, um, keeps the commandments of God, okay, uh, and has uh, the testimony of Jesus Christ. But what is the testimony of Jesus Christ? Yeah, thank you very much. Mm. And um, uh, we're going to look for a verse in the Bible that uh, that supports what the testimony of Jesus is. Okay, and we're going to turn. Uh, uh, books uh, from going to get a verse from uh, Revelation chapter 19 All verse right. 10 Okay, and I'll read Okay, and I felt at the feet to worship him mm. but he said to me see that you do not do that I am your fellow servant and your brethren who have the testimony of Jesus worship God uh, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy right so, meaning yeah, right there and then okay. we see yeah. uh, a clarification. We get That's a cl- right. clarification right. of That's what right. this uh, testimony of Jesus is. That's and right. it says, worship God for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Okay. Uh, so the spirit of prophecy is the great gift of understanding That's right. the prophetic times. The prophetic times. Yes. And, and the prophetic office as well. Yes. Right. And so if this church then has the commandments of God has a prophetic gift um, or a prophetic message, even if you could put it that way, um, it must be a very unique church. Maybe one actually that can be clearly distinguished from other churches. But, um, okay, so what? let's maybe put it in summary because we've covered quite a lot of things. And uh, But let's put it in summary. What are the characteristics 
of a true church. Give us some key points yeah. that uh, that we can take a home that we can take home with. Yeah. So we've come from a big umbrella. We, That's right. We've. Uh, we want someone who is finding a church today yes. is going out there. There's yes. a multitude and a number of churches out That's there. Right. So we want to see uh, people, what do people find? People want to find the truth. Mm. And what is the truth? Mm-hmm. We found what the truth is and the importance of truth. That's right. And we've seen um, in the Bible the characteristic of uh, the people of God and That's the right. evidence of the same from Old Testament, New Testament, and the present times, which mm-hmm. is the end times. That's right. So... Um, we're going to look uh, into the characteristic of God's true church mm. and some of the uh, key points to that. That's right. So um, wha- the first characteristic of true church is that it is a worldwide movement. That's right. Okay. It's n- not just a movement that is stationed uh, okay. in Australia or Kenya or mm. any of that. Mm. So it mm. is a worldwide movement. Mm-hmm. It proclaims the everlasting gospel. That's right. Um it teaches that we are living in the judgment hour mm-hmm. and emphasizes that Jesus is coming soon. True. That is what the message of this remnant church is at the moment, mm-hmm. the present truth. Mm-hmm. Present uh, truth. Okay. Yes, preaching that Jesus is coming soon. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. It leads men and women to obey God's commandment. Mm-hmm. That's the other characteristic of this church. Mm-hmm. And not only excluding other commandments, that's right, and and choosing to obey other commandments, that's right, but the right. commandments of God is As a whole. whole, that's right, yes. that's right. So mm-hmm. you don't choose to obey the first commandment and leave out the fourth commandment, mm. which is the mm. Sabbath, mm. but obeying the commandments of God as a whole. Mm-hmm. It teaches men and women to give glory to God mm-hmm. in what they eat or drink. It mm-hmm. helps them to understand the necessity of refraining from alcohol, tobacco, and unclean foods. Okay. So yeah, uh, minding your body as that's well. That's right, that's which right. Which is the right. temple of God. The temple of God, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. So it explains the significance of worshipping our loving creator mm-hmm. on the seventh day uh, which is the Sabbath. That's right. And that is outlined clearly in the exactly. fourth, the fourth, fourth commandment. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it leads men and women out of religious confusion of God's truth. Mm. This, mm. Uh, this is a moment of confusion. Oh, yeah. We are living, yeah. People, Almost anything goes. Yeah. That's right. As long mm-hmm. as you have a point and you mm-hmm. can justify mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. considered as your own truth and That's no one right. has the That's right, right to. That's right. Which, yeah. is, which is very sad, actually. Which is we very need clarity. Sad. We need truth. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah, so we need God's truth mm-hmm. and we only base our truth in the Bible and the Bible only. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the other point is it wants against accepting any sign of human authority, which okay. is the mark of the beast All right. in the place of God's word. Mm. Yeah, so we we have only God's authority. That's right. There's God's authority, mm-hmm. and there's the other authority, which is the worldly authority. That's right. Which is the mark of the beast. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it wants this characteristic of this true church is that it wants against accepting any sign of human authority. Okay. In the place of God's word. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. So it teaches that death is a peaceful rest mm-hmm. until resurrection. Mm. That mm. is the other characteristic. That's right. Uh, there's only one religious movement in the world mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. preaching these heaven-sent mag- messages of Revelation chapter 14. Mm. You're saying there is one? Yes. Wow. Okay. Interesting. So it sounds like you're zeroing in. Yes. Okay. Interesting. We're really getting down to the to the basics, to the, the truth, the That's core right. truth. That's right. Yes. Okay. 
Yeah. Interesting. So hmm. there is only one church in in the world that is urgently proclaiming the truth of the three angels uh, messages of Revelation 14 and that is the Seventh Day Adventist Church. Interesting. The the Seventh Day Adventist Church is not merely another denomination. Mm -hmm. It is not merely another religious body uh, littering the landscape of churches. Mm -hmm. It is a divine movement Mm -hmm. of destiny raised up by God. Mm -hmm. It is a prophetic movement Mm -hmm. proclaiming God's last day of truth. Wow. And we've based okay. our teachings in the Bible. Right. We've seen right. the remnants. We've Praise seen where, God. where the history of this church mm, from mm, the Old mm, Testament, the New Testament, that's right. and the present day. That's right. Yes. Obviously, there's a lot there which we, you just covered in that list which you just gave us of the characteristics, many of which we would want to go and study for ourselves and understand yeah. step by step. And But um, I, I believe here from what you have shared with us, truth is very important. Yeah, it sets you free. It sets you free. Yeah. And secondly, keeping God's commandments, mm-hmm. it is part of the requirements or one of the characteristics. Mm-hmm. And of course, some people may say, are you saying then that you are saved by works? No. This is, lo- this is keeping God's commandments out of Love, right? Yes. And and I'm thinking here we believe in faith and faith alone, but but this church is loyal to God. Yeah. And this church is willing to preach the whole truth and nothing but the truth, including some of the uh, 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 the doctrines of which uh, others may not be wanting to 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 touch on. But this here is a huge uh, huge discovery if you think about it, because. Um, when we say that there is a there is one church, one denomination, yeah. then that means hey, we need to make sure that uh, uh, we've studied this carefully because um, you know because this is this is of huge importance. And I agree with you. Uh, the Adventist Church is is preaching the everlasting gospel, and uh, and that is that Jesus died for you and for me, and that He's coming soon, very very soon to take you home. Yes. And the Adventist Church is. Is uh, is uh, uh, you know is a Bible-based church, and we thank God for that. So you have shared with us so many wonderful things. Maybe if I could quickly just share as we as we getting closer to the end of our program. Um, I personally was not always uh, an uh, an Adventist. Now I was raised in an Adventist home, mm-hmm. attended the Adventist church, but there was a time, especially in my teenage age, you know. When I left the church, went out to do my own things, right? Yes. And uh, and I remember I was actually living here in Adelaide City on my own, and I, and I remember um, one day when I went to a, a a party, a birthday party of one of my friends. Someone shared with me a DVD. I said, "Brother, you gotta watch this." I said, "Oh, what is it?" They said, "You gotta watch it." So it was quite interesting, actually. So I took it, watched it, um, and and the presenter was actually saying that. All these other roads have some similarities and they are not leading to the truth. Now, that was a big claim. Mm-hmm. And, then he, and then, of course, he proposed that the Adventist church was keeping, you know, the truth and preaching the, 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 the word of God as he reads. Mm-hmm. And so I did my study and I did my search. Mm-hmm. 
But I was convinced, personally, I was convinced, not because that individual said it, but because I studied for myself. And I think what I will be saying to our listener is study for yourself, yes. find the truth first, then find the church that preaches the truth. Is, is that, would you agree with that? Yeah, yes, yeah. Uh, we we saw in uh, three different ways in which God reveals the truth to us, mm. and the the first one was the, uh, through conscience. Mm-hmm. There's that truth you know in your heart. That's right. And like nobody told you this is right, this is wrong. Mm-hmm. We saw Paul talking about that in the Bible, mm-hmm. and that the truth that is inborn. Mm. And then the other truth we saw is the evidence of nature. That's right. God revealing Himself to us through nature. That's and right. And the other. Uh, the third uh, way of finding out the truth is the scripture. The scripture. Yes. So, the, the finding the truth where you can find the truth is the scripture. That's Let right. nobody That's tell right. you this or that. Yes. Read yes. the Bible for yes. yourself. Understand the Bible. Find the truth for mm. yourself, mm. and then from there is that. Uh, that's when you can go out there and, and look for a church that's that right. preaches right. this the truth. truth. That's yes. right. Well, we have covered so much, and to our dear listener, thank you for tuning in. We are getting close to the end of our program, and we would just like to uh, ask that uh, you tune in tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll be looking at the topic, Does the Church Have a Future? And um, other than that, I would just like to leave with you one Bible verse uh, that summarizes what we have just learned today, and that is that verse which... Uh, uh, Gloria has shared with us from Revelation twelve seventeen. Then the dragon became furious with the woman and went off to make war with the rest of her offspring, or as the King James says, the remnant, one one that keeps the commandments of God and holds to the testimony of Jesus Christ. May God bless you. And as you, if you are searching, may God lead you to truth and finally to the church that preaches the truth. And I also do pray that you would uh, seek earnestly because it is very important that we worship God in truth and in spirit. And I also like to urge our dear listener that if you have any question, if you would like to get our free offers, if you would like to listen more to the presentations which have been shared throughout this whole week, that you can actually go to www.faithfm.com.au and you'll find the rest of the programs there. Other than that, may God bless you. May you have a blessed night. But I would like to close with a word of prayer with you so that way we may finish with God's blessings. Let us pray. Father in heaven, creator of heaven and earth, Lead us and guide us. Speak to us, dear Lord, and help us to understand your word and your truth. Father, we pray that you may convict us of truth and lead us to the right church. We pray that you may help us to understand that even in the midst of chaos, uh, such as the one we are living, there are people who are remaining faithful to you, people who are who are like lights in the midst of darkness, people who are sharing your love. And Lord, we pray that you may help us, therefore, to ever be uh, uh, reminded that even in the dark ages, your church was still there. You were able to raise men and women who were able to proclaim the truth. And you have shown us through Scripture that there was always a remnant from the Old Testament, the New Testament, even to the present age. Father, we pray for our dear listener. We pray for Gloria, myself, and everyone else that you may that you may lead us lead us uh, 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 to the to 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 the source of truth and to the church that teaches the truth. And we are thankful for that. Continue leading us and guiding us. This is our humble prayer. We pray 
in the precious name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you, dear friend. Now enjoy this next song as we close. And this is the song by Sierra Hell, Trust and Obey. Trust in all. 